Hello everyone, my name is Caitlin Olivas and this is the Choosing Happiness podcast and I am your host. This podcast is an outlet for me to be able to um, interview people who have inspired me in my life to or in my life to remind me that happiness is a choice and that despite our circumstances and the hard trials that we go through that we can all choose happiness and this week I was able to sit down with the lovely Dayton sisters Olivia, Sophia, and Elena and they're all from England and if you can't tell them apart by their accents I'm very sorry but that's okay and I originally had wanted to interview Sophia she is in my ward where I go to church and she has a wonderful passion for videography and filmmaking and I love how passionate she is about it and that is also another thing I want to start incorporating is interviewing people not necessarily who've gone through hard trials or who are naturally happy people but people who have a passion and that they live for this passion and I was able to actually sit down with all three of the Dayton girls and It was a super special opportunity, and we talked about living our lives and living with gratitude and learning from the people around us and from the experiences of the world, and I hope you all enjoy this podcast episode and you enjoy all their accents because that's always fun too. Also, on a quick side note, I was accidentally interrupted in this recording, and so we had to like stop it and restart it, and I had a hard time finding out where that was, so there might be a weird... um, interaction in the middle of it just so you know hello hello everyone so this week i have some sisters on the episode (laughs) i have sophia olivia and elena and i'll have them introduce themselves hi i'm sophia i'm a student at byu studying film and i love filmmaking i love traveling combination of those two things is my life basically um and yeah, I'm, I'm here with my two sisters, Eleanor and Olivia. <laughs> um, so my name is Eleanor. I'm also an international student at BYU. Um, and I'm hoping to study advertising um, in my spare time. Um, my passions are uh, playing music. I love listening to music as well. Um, and dance parties. <laughs> uh, so I'm Olivia. Um, I'm actually not a student at BYU. I'm just visiting both my sisters here for about a month, and so they give me the Provo experience, which has been great thus far. I just got home from my mission about seven weeks ago, and I served in Temple Square in New York City, and I'm loving Utah so far. Yep. <laughs> awesome. So normally I have you di- describe yourself in three words, but since we have, like, each other, like, I want you to describe your sister mm. in one word and, like, mm. so on. So, like, Eleanor, yeah. will you describe Sophia, Sophia, Olivia, Olivia, Eleanor? Oh, in wow. just one word? Yeah, just okay. one word. <clears throat> okay, Olivia is excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now? <laughs> <laughs> just generally in life about everything. <laughs> Ah, thank you. Eleanor, you are very meek. Oh. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Sophia, I would say, I think you're a very personable person. (laughs) Very sociable. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Do you have any, like, favorite or most used emojis? I feel like emojis Mm. tell a lot about people. I always use a laughing face, like, almost all the time. I probably overuse it, to be honest. <clears throat> also, I realized accurate because you're always laughing at everything. Yeah. 
I, I realise in this podcast, you probably won't be able to tell who's speaking because we all have like, the same voice. <laughs> it's okay. It's true. They can imagine. It's yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I listen to a podcast and it's two girls. I can never tell them apart. So I'm like, whatever. No way. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my most used emoji is probably... Um, the like happy face, but where there's like three hearts around it, okay, yeah. and it's like I don't know. I think it's really cute. It's quite a recent emoji. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a new one. Yeah, my favorite emoji. Well, I don't know why I use it so much. It's just the happy smiley face, but with the <coughs> tongue on the side. Oh yeah, you love. That I don't one. know why. Like it just. It's, it's kind of cheesy, isn't it? Yeah, it just, like, smiley it just sounds like you. it fits a lot of different like. Yeah, situations. that's why it's so often used on my phone. Like it. Awesome. And then do you have any like life mottos or mantras or like quotes that you kind of like live by, I guess? Make it a mom has one. A <laughs> mom always says pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a mantra. Like yesterday I was like having a bad day and Eleanor was like, think about what mum would say. Pull yourself together. <laughs> but she does it in that. a loving way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's loving. <laughs> Hmm. It's not very inspiring. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> this is so cheesy, but I kind of like it. She turned her clamps into cans and her nose into plants. So basically, like, just like stop. Basically, just stop making excuses and make create the life you want. Yeah, it why try and live by you? Try. Mm. That's awesome. And then you said make it happen, right? Yeah, just make it happen. I just had this this conversation one time, and that was this girl's answer and I adopted it and I like it. It's kind of like the Nike like phrase. Yeah, like just, just do it. it. Just I, it I actually really like that. Like, yeah. just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I feel like sometimes we get so like weighed down with like all the goals and stuff that we have, mm. but then we like never do any of them. But like mm. in a year from now, we'd be grateful that like, we started it today. Yeah. That's true. That is so true. Yeah. So, I love that. But yeah, those all kind of like kind of tie in that together. Like pull yourself <laughs> together, like get it going, just do it, yeah, make it happen. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to start off, like, how do you all define happiness? Hmm. I would say it's an attitude, like a state of, yeah, I would say it's an attitude, like a, like kind of you were saying before, like a conscious choice, um, like taking what you've got and deciding to be satisfied with it and grateful regardless of your circumstances. Mm-hmm. I like that, the focus on gratitude. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with happiness. I had this thing one time, it was like, happiness it's like a butterfly like when you try and chase the butterfly it just like keeps flying away but if you just sit down and like get on with your life the butterfly will come to sit by you like and so happiness is something you can't like actively chase I think when you're too focused on it it just like keeps running away from you but if you just focus on like serving others and like being grateful then slowly in your life before you realize like the butterfly is next to you and like happiness is next to you and yeah I don't know wow I like goosebumps. That was deep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fully agree with that. Like, about, yeah, if you, if you are very focused inwardly, the unhappy, I find, I found the unhappier I am. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm focusing on, like, my physical appearance or, like, being a certain way, I just, like, get very unhappy. But as soon as I, like, turn outwards and, like, serve, like, I think of my mission and I'm like, wow, I was, like, so happy then. And I'm happy now because of the opportunities I have to serve. But, yeah, every time when I look back on my day, I like think about times when I felt like the most joy, most happiest, and it's always when I'm serving people. So, for me, yeah, happiness is service. To be honest, yeah, I like those answers: gratitude and service, and kind of just living in the moment. Mm. Mm. I like it. Yeah. What are some things in your life that make you happy? And they could be like the silliest of things, or 
really deep. Chocolate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nothing. I would say food is right up there. Yeah. Yeah, food really it has it has power. <laughs> um, the gospel. Aren't you doing like no sugar this month as well? I am. Both of us. Oh yeah, and those too. Wow, day two. How are you? How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, last tough. night I there's this chocolate powder on, and oh, yeah. I could see sugar in it, and I knew it had sugar in the ingredients. So I was like, okay. I really want some hot chocolate. So I, I was at 2 a, at 1 a.m. like picking out each individual grain of sugar. That did not bring me happiness. It wasn't even worth it. The hot chocolate tasted terrible without sugar. Really? Yeah. Ugh. It was bad. But it um, just tastes like cocoa powders. Yeah, basically. Ugh. But um, <laughs> things that do bring me happiness, I'd say definitely people, people that I surround myself with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel like there is such, like having, being able to have your own space, I think is really important. So, like, my bed is really important to me. Yeah. Um, and just being able to know, like, that's my place, like, where I'm tired, like, when I can be sad and, like, when I can be happy, like, it's in my own place, mm-hmm. in my bed. I, I would say for me, um, yeah, like, filmmaking, like, that makes me really happy. Like, when, when you're doing something that you love, um, like, I feel so happy and I remember I remember when I came home from my mission and for a while like I didn't feel quite like myself and everyone was like oh it's normal like it's, you know it's you adjust and everything and I was like no but like something's missing and I didn't have a camera at the time because I sold it for my mission and then finally when I got a camera again I remember picking it up for the first time like recording something and I literally felt like it was like a missing piece in the jigsaw puzzle that was put back in place and I was like yes this is it like I know what I need to do so I really feel happy when I'm like working on film projects or just working with a crew or like making something that something thinking of something in your mind and then seeing it come to life mm-hmm. in the form of a video like wow that is so cool to me that's really cool do you want to kind of like share your story of how you got into filmmaking and sure <laughs> <laughs> you guys should like interrupt if you think there's any sprinkled details on my as humor <laughs> or entertainment um but yeah basically i've always loved telling stories and like when I was younger, we would put on like puppet shows, and I would always be the narrator, and I was very bossy. <laughs> she was. Are you the oldest? Um, of us. Of us three, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd always love telling stories, and I remember I'd write these stories as well. Like I thought I wanted to be an author, like J.K. Rowling, or in the UK we have this author called Jacqueline Wilson. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be <laughs> one of those. <laughs> I know. Wow. Oh, Tracy Beaker. Shout out to Tracy Beaker if anyone has watched. <laughs> And if Everyone's you haven't, think that's like a personal friend of ours. But it's, like, <laughs> it's not. It's like a really terrible TV show, She's but it was fictional it formed from a book anyway. <laughs> and our mum didn't let us watch it because she had a lot of attitude and always said whatever. And our mum didn't want us to say that. So anyway, <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I would always love telling stories. And then I remember our dad. Our dad loves shout out John Davis. <laughs> He's definitely gonna watch. It. Yeah, 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 he's our biggest fan. Oh my goodness, yeah. but um. He he would always follow us around with like a, a VHS camera, like record our childhood and stuff. And I'd always be like, Dad, like I wanna I wanna hold it, I wanna like have a go. And he'd be like, No, like only Daddy can use this, you know. Um, but when I was twelve years old, I remember asking for Christmas for a camera, and I got this VHS camera, and I was so happy. And I remember like before YouTube vlogs were even a thing, I would like I put the it's Christmas Day, I put the recorder on like this box. Everyone else was like downstairs, like opening presents and having fun or whatever. And I just sat and talked to the camera and I just like had the time of my life. So yeah, I started just making like funny little videos with school friends and things. And then when I was 13, I saved up for a MacBook and. <laughs> <laughs> I tested <laughs> it. 
I saved up for a MacBook because I realised that like all my favourite like YouTubers were using Macs to edit on. Mm-hmm. So I finally got that, and that's where I started like a YouTube channel. And I was pretty consistent about it. So, like every week, I'd always like rope Olivia and Eleanor in to help me with these projects. And it was just like really fun and exciting. And I was just like, I didn't care what people thought of me at all. So like it was great. <laughs> um, and then when I was fifteen, I reached out to this guy. I don't know how in depth you want me to get with no, this, keep but. Basically, one of this beauty guru, she had this wedding video that she put on her channel of her wedding day, and I was like, wow, it was the first time I'd seen like a wedding video. Mm. I was like, wow, that was filmed so amazingly, like, I don't know all I can about this. So I found the email of the guy who made it, and I reached out and was asking me these questions, like, what lenses did you use, and all this stuff. And he was like, you seem really interested. He replied, so you seem really interested. I'm like based in the UK, and I'm actually looking for an assistant, so like, you'd like to join me. And my, actually, I was 16. My 16-year-old self was like, heck yeah, because I was working at Domino's Pizza at the time, earning, what, like, five pounds an hour. It was rubbish. And um, that's, like, barely six dollars. Yeah, like, bare minimum. Yeah. And it was the worst. But anyway. Um, <laughs> and and he was willing to pay me, like, 150 pounds a day, which to a 16-year-old is a lot of money. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm doing what I love. So I was like, heck yeah. From, from that point on, I started going to all these super, like, rich, posh weddings with him being his assistant, learning all these things about cameras and glide cams and stuff, and he really helped me out. And then I started doing my own videos, and then I decided to come to BYU and study film, and got into it then, went on my mission, and even on my mission, I was trying to just, like, make little videos to send out to, like, at the sisters in the zone or whatever, <laughs> to, like, motivate them for working and stuff, but, like, it wasn't quite the same. And then when I got back, it's since coming home really that I feel like I've been like this tra- trajectory of like just learning from like these great mentors and really like I just feel very, very blessed to live in Provo to be honest because mm-hmm. I'm just surrounded by these really talented people who are so willing to help and like make these connections with me and me with them. And yeah, since then I've been doing a lot of wedding videos and um, just personal passion projects and it's just been really fun. Like it gives me so much joy to be honest and, and purpose. Like, I feel very, very fortunate that I found out from such an early age what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And I understand that most, like, a lot of people don't figure that out until, like, much later. But for me, I'm just like, if I just do what I love, I know it will work out in the end. So yeah, That's awesome. That's my journey. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Um, I know that you're also passionate about, like, traveling. Is that a family thing? It definitely yeah. is. Yeah. 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 We grew up, um, our mum was a flight attendant for like 12 years. So we've always grown up traveling. And especially in Europe, like it's a lot cheaper and easier and just more accessible. So jealous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's also something yeah. I find that our family, like we really believe in, I think, is we, we try and give each other like experiences, mm-hmm. of, like as mm-hmm. gifts instead of like, like, you know, like materialistic things for birthdays and Christmases. So even if that just means like movie tickets or something, like you can have that experience together. But very often, like one of our, like our birthdays would often be in like France oh, or Belgium country. or like Italy or like, which sounds really like, Sounds like we're rich, but we're not. You have to understand, like, last summer, for example, when I went home, I went to Norway for £10, went to Germany for £30, like, which is, like, £10 is, like, $12, $13. I just booked flights, like, last week to go to Denmark and Norway, 
for thirty pounds return flight. I've been to Italy for seven pounds return flight. I just booked tickets to France for it's forty crazy. pounds. So it is. You just got to know like it's the so tips and tricks to travel. Mm. Um, and our mom has definitely taught us that because she's yeah. just so amazing. It's our like her parents talent. love bargains. Yeah. Like they miss bargains. But traveling is definitely a big thing in our family. We really prioritize it like and, as a family. And also, like I remember growing up, and we like oh, our family car was like famous in our town. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knew it because it was everyone. so old and beat up. It and it three hundred. It was squeaked. Yeah. Had three hundred thousand miles on it, but like we would rather like that's that's exactly like what we're talking about like our family would so much rather have like an old beat up car but then go on like these experiences together in like another country yeah. and learn and grow and I even remember mum like taking us out of school a couple of days because she found like really cheap flights to Greece for example yeah. and she knew that we would learn more in Greece than in sitting in a classroom all day yeah so that's, that's, so that's kind of the mentality we had <laughs> I love that yeah um so since you've all been in America for while Mm -hmm. have you noticed like a big difference between like americans and europeans with the way that we well i mean yes there's lots of differences (laughs) in general but i guess like the way that we treat like trials and hardships and like happiness and like feelings Mm. in general that's Mm. such a good that's an interesting question i I feel like um i'm not sure how accurate this is of like all americans no it's fine your um, observations are what i want (laughs) but for me personally i feel like um we are back. Okay. <laughs> um, so just like I was saying before, um, so I feel like Americans really value um, being busy and like they value success a lot and like constantly working to be better and strive to, to fill their time up with a lot of things. Um, and I think that maybe that's because they think that um, being busier is like the equivalent of success almost and like happiness. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like that is kind of like the American dream. Like you're always working for something better and you've always got a goal and a dream in mind. Whereas I feel like in Europe, it's more like um, just kind of being satisfied with what you have. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like everything that you value is much more, um, like you value relationships a lot more, I think, almost. In Europe? Yeah. Do you think? Well, I don't know. The That's material what... things? Like you value really, like when I think about, our, so our mom is from Greece. And so like That's when we cool. go over, yeah, it's really fun. Um, so like she's always family is like a really big thing for her um, and for us actually. Um, whereas I feel like over here maybe it's like constantly working to like get the big car, or, like get the promotion, or like uh, like get a big house. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if that's not accurate. Wait, so the question was like, how do Americans and like Europeans face trials differently? Yeah, like, deal with and trials? like, okay. and cool. also like, how do they just like view happiness differently? Mm. Oh, okay, cool. So with trials, I think that this might be a negative, depending on who you are, for living in Europe. Um, Like, I think in Europe there's more of a mentality to just kind of suck it up and get on with it. Uh, Way more, actually. Like, like, just, yeah, I know what you're going to say, maybe, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. I'll telepathically send it to you. But um, I think, yeah, so in Europe, like, with mental health, for example, like that's just way less of a deal because I think it's spoken about less and it's more taboo at this point. And that can obviously be problematic for a lot of reasons. But um I think I think for me at least, that mentality like kinda helps me to not be inwardly focused. Whereas in America there's like all these resources and help which I think is amazing for like, you know, things like mental health and and trials and challenges that people face, uh, face, there's a lot more comfort surrounding trials and a lot more, like, people willing to listen to you, I feel like. Um, but then again, if it goes too far that way, 
then kind of creating these cushions around people Mm -hmm. almost and which can help them become too dependent on things like and they become easily offended Hmm? or not really like if people are too cushioned like we need to have thick skin oh yeah 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 yeah. so I think I think there's pros and cons to both places to be honest um and then the other question was like oh they what they treat as happiness I agree with Eleanor in, in regards like I've noticed that mentality a little bit within myself of like since coming to America of okay what makes me happy like is it my physical appearance? Is it like the success I have? And and sometimes mm-hmm. it's really easy to get caught up in that trap of just like, what position am I in in the world? Like yeah. how much success do I have as a filmmaker or whoever, you know? Like that, like it's very easy to compare yourself. Whereas in England, yeah, it's more just like, uh, like cool, you can do this, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But like what, what relationships do you have with people? Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with like um people striving to be better and to like have that like determination and being so driven. Um yeah, like there's nothing wrong with that. Sorry, I wasn't sure if that like came across that. No, 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 you're good. Did you have anything you want to add? Uh I don't know. I think just listening to both my sisters talk, I think I'm a little bit more European than you both. I don't know. You're the most American out of all. Oh, what? <laughs> I just, well, no, I just haven't come to that, to, to the, to the realization of what you both you said. I lived in Australia for a little bit and I did notice Australians, like, they, like, just to bring in, like, another, like, culture to the yeah. mix, they have this, like, island uh, lifestyle where they're very, chilla- like, relaxed and very, like, chilled and, like, everything. But also, at the same time, they're incredibly ambitious. And it's a bit of both. Like, I wouldn't say all Americans are definitely super driven. You know, they definitely, um, especially as members of the church here, I notice, like, really, really family focus. Of course, yeah. having that, like, Hispanic influence from Mexico, I'm, I'm sure, as well. Like, very family focus um so it's, it's a bit of both for each but yeah I don't feel, feel like I have a new perspective to share <laughs> okay I don't know no that's fine um has traveling kind of helped expand like your thoughts and opinions on the world and like how to deal with life mm. oh yeah definitely yeah and I might like people listening to it so this might be like oh, of course three rich white girls who get <laughs> but um no we're not we're not Richer than anyone else. I'm white. I didn't want to say that, but. (laughs) We are are white, but we're half green, so we have like very olive skin. We're tanned. Yeah. And we're European. Anyway, anyway, that's what's cultured. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, um, really, like, I, I, I think that traveling is such a priority for me in my life because of like the people you meet and the lessons you learn especially if you know locals who live in that area and get to connect with them they show you to all those places that you wouldn't have found otherwise so when we go traveling we actually kind of stay away from the commercialized areas like mm. that want tourists because we're like no we want to like see what it's like you know where the locals live kind of thing mm-hmm. and I think that's really helpful and I think just like just just rec- so I always say this to my sisters and to other people I'm always like man whoever I marry like I really hope that they're cultured and when I say that that doesn't mean oh you need to have traveled the world but really it's all about a mindset of just like okay cool even if you're from America or England wherever like cool my country's great but what can I learn from other people Mm -hmm. just having that mindset of like what can I learn and not just being like I'm the best we're the best you know but wow this country does this really great I should learn that from these people or learn this from this country so I think that's what it's really done for me, like, 
and uh, like I look at true. Norway and I'm like wow like they're so clean and um, environmentally friendly and their education is great like, I wonder how, what we could do to adopt that into our culture mm-hmm. and I really like that just little things like that to be honest it's true that's awesome yeah um do you have anything more to say oh just I don't I was really thinking of my mission a lot <laughs> just because um like my mission Temple Square is very like probably the most like ethnic culture mission mm-hmm. in the world we have 44 languages and like 44 different countries within 200 sister missionaries and from living and serving with them I was able to learn a lot about different cultures and it's true that we can learn so many different things from other cultures but something interesting about halfway through my mission I kind of try to like mentally take myself outside my own box and realize not only the good things about my culture but also the bad things like I've come to realize British people we're way too apologetic. Sometimes that a bit too, so a bit yeah. too, a bit too, not too polite, but like we really don't want to burst anyone's bubble. We're a little bit like polite, private, shy. In not all, in not all cases, but but slightly reserved. And especially as a missionary, that's not a great thing. And so you realize the good and bad things within all cultures. Mm-hmm. That was really eye opening for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting as well. Like the people I've met from other countries, other places, you also realize like you know, pride isn't just an English thing isn't just an American thing. For example, pride exists everywhere. Mm-hmm. It can be in every culture, but so can also the good things. So, like, yeah. I don't think you're confined by a culture, but obviously it definitely has an effect on the way that you live your life. These are good questions. Yeah. Yeah. I love all your answers. <laughs> um, What do you all turn to in hard times? It's a very big question. Book but... a Mormon man. <laughs> Seriously. Staple in my life. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I know. Is this a religious podcast? I yes. Know. Yeah, why yeah. not? I'll give mine recorded. I oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, why I hide the truth to be honest? Like, that is honestly what brings me a lot of peace. Like, when I'm feeling very fearful or anxious or just anything, like, every single time I can read the Book of Mormon and it might not necessarily say, like, Sophia, go do this or feel this way or do this way, but just the feeling I get after and the perspective I get, especially when I listen to the thoughts and feelings I just feel like my perspective is broadened and I'm every time I'm able to see the big picture and like I just love it. Like it's <laughs> it's just always there, like the Book of Mormon is and that's that's something I really think about. Like the Book of Mormon isn't just a book a cool history book or it's literally a book of revelation and that's what makes it different from any other book in the world. Like you get revelation from the heavens when you read the Book of Mormon. So mm-hmm. I love that. Something I would say is my answer, like well we have I have a lot of answers, like, yeah, Book of Mormon, Bible, Modern Day Prophets, my family, my friends. But I would definitely say, like, prayer. Like, I love that growing up, like, we were taught that you can pray anywhere, anytime. That's, like, a such a simple but interesting thing. And I remember, like, just knowing that and hearing that and being in so many situations when I'm, like, a five-year-old girl, like, so, so young, but knowing that you can pray anywhere, like, that has helped me a lot, like, so much. But yeah, it comes hand in hand with the Book of Mormon, with, with so many other things. But like, how quickly do you turn to prayer in a situation? Like, you lose your favorite jacket and you're looking for it. Five minutes later, are you going to pray? Or 10 minutes later, are you going to pray? Like, how soon do you turn to the Lord mm-hmm. to pray and ask for his help so you don't have to rely on your own strength? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I would say. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> scripture's pressure. <laughs> no pressure, don't say no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't planning on saying that, but now I'm like, oh, should I? Um, <laughs> so for me, I would say relationships most of all, mm-hmm. um, especially my roommates. I feel like you're when you're with them 24-7, they know like the ins and outs of their life. They know when you're happy, they know when you're sad. They know like 
how to cheer you up and like what presses your buttons and um so like when I've been having like a rough day or something um just knowing that there's someone out there who like who like knows my love language and, and will be like okay Ellen really needs this right now or like case themselves like case with their schedule around trying to make me feel better mm-hmm. um I don't know if I said that you know the way I was trying to picture it I don't know <laughs> um but yeah just people being around me um and knowing that I can turn to them and like and that they're always willing to listen to me and just like let me rant for a bit. I think that's yeah, does wonders. I think yeah, actually, let me share something that happened yesterday. Yeah, because yesterday was a rough day for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got back from filming this project and then um, yeah, it was just a hard day to be honest. And my sisters could both tell that, and I just like flumped and flumped on the sofa. <laughs> I think I was trying to say like plopped and flunked on the sofa, but I just like combined the two. Flunked. <laughs> Basically, we were English words. We were all walking with eggshells around. <laughs> what? No. Go no. on, carry me story. She was just having a rough day. Anyway, yeah, I was having a rough day, and I went on the sofa, and my sisters were just like really like, oh, like what? What's, what was wrong? We put you down for nap time. They put me down for nap time. They made me some pasta with chicken. Ellen made me a smoothie, a salad, and the sun. And before you know, it, I'm back to my normal self. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I know it did really cheer me up though. So I was like, "Wow, so cool! I have people that care about me. Like, yeah. that's crazy. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool." Yeah. It's sometimes like so easy to forget. Yeah. To like when we are in hard times, I feel like we're very blessed to be able to go to the scriptures and to prayer and to church. Mm-hmm. But then it's also really hard to accept the service from our relationships mm-hmm. that we have in life. And so um, I thought that's really cool that that was like what you turned to like automatically, is because I feel like a lot of us have such a hard time accepting help. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because you feel like, again, like, kind of like, like you the same before. I'm not sure if it's psychological or something, but, like, you feel like you don't want to be a burden to anyone else. Mm-hmm. At least that's what, how yeah. I feel anyway. Um, so, like, I would rather, like, throw myself under the bus just to avoid, like, be, feeling like an inconvenience to someone else. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, I think it's so important that we just remember that there's so many different aspects in life that we can turn to mm-hmm. um what are some of your biggest influences of like happiness in your lives right now like other people anything, anything. Mm-hmm. Mm. i just think surrounding yourself with actually that's a big thing surrounding yourself with people who will lift and encourage and inspire you like i i agree with Edna. like i have amazing roommates who just they always inspire me in just like a million different ways like going to the temple each week or whatever just through their examples they're really great and I think that there's a there's a line between you know being with people who you know might need that extra help and extra hand even if they they might be maybe more pessimistic or negative and stuff but of course you should be their friend but but I think um you know who you spend your time with affects who you are so like making sure that whoever you're with makes you want to be better I think the same thing with like relationships as well um, like people who, are, who I've dated I've always had that question in mind I'm like okay hey, do I feel like I'm becoming better that like I can be my mm-hmm. best self when I'm around them and if not then <laughs> maybe it's not right but um, I just think it's yeah making sure that even with people who, are, who you think are better than you <laughs> and marrying someone who you think is better than you is a good choice as well I think <laughs> something that really uplifts me I know this sounds kind of cheesy but like music has mm-hmm. such a big influence 
And you have to just be very, mm. very selective with what music that you listen to. Because it literally is just like one of my favorite philosophers, Rene Descartes, I think he's French or German or something. He says, I think, therefore I am. But I say what you think about is what you are and what you read, listen to, watch, like everything, what you what you put in your brain is what you are. And, you know, people think that a diet is like what you eat and drink, like no sugar, no carbs. I don't know. But a diet is also definitely the music that you put into your brain and the movies that you put into your brain and the books that you read. And so for me, music is really important to listen to like often like mm -hmm. listen to music as often you can but be selective with what you listen to things that are going to uplift you and like bring like lift and love you you know mm -hmm. i don't know that's my thought <coughs> sorry no you're um, fine i completely agree with both those sentiments like exactly um uh, <laughs> i love how those is i'm not sure if this is legit or not i i think i probably found it on the internet um, but I heard that like the five people that you that you hang out with the most are like your greatest influences or something. Like how you kind of absorb their personalities, and I think that's so true because when I'm around people that are like more pessimistic or like um, kind of like self-deprecating, I'm not sure mm. if that's the word. Um, like I feel like I almost absorb that a little bit more. Um, so I think definitely surrounding yourself by positive people, and again, like Olivia was saying, um, like making sure. Like a diet isn't just who you're surrounded by or like what you're putting into your body, but who you're surrounded by um, and like what you're consuming mentally. And I think, I think with that as well, like imagine if you constantly put yourself in situations where you are surrounded by people who um, do bring you down and things like that, you're going to want to shrink because of that. And I can remember experiences in high school where I felt like I couldn't, you know, like, Sorry, it sounds cheesy, but like shine, you know. I couldn't like <laughs> shine like a star. I couldn't like be my best self because I didn't want to be intimidating or like. But but then but then being here and being surrounded by these amazing people, I just feel like I can shine, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know another yeah. word to say instead of that. as brightly as I can because I I know I'm surrounded by people who would encourage me and uplift me and like believe in me and the dreams I have and things. So it's really cool being with those kind of people. Yeah. I love that. Um, to kind of start wrapping it up, is there, like, what are your thoughts and opinions on, like, how we can choose happiness rather than just being happy? Hmm. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I think, well, I, like I said at the beginning, I think it really is just an attitude, and I think it is kind of like a journey, and that you do have to constantly work at it every day, and, like, every time you have a bad thought, Every time something gets you down, you have ten on its head and be like, okay, well, this happened, but at least I have this still in my life, and at least I still, like, it could always, I feel like it's bad saying, like, it could always be worse, because then sometimes it does get worse. <laughs> um, but, but I feel like, um, it really is just an attitude and learning to love yourself and, like, accepting the fact that it is a journey and, like, it might not be perfect right now, but you're trying your best and that's what you can really do. <laughs> um, I think that laughter really makes a difference like in that cheesy phrase laughter is the best medicine I think that's true <laughs> and I've noticed like since Olivia's been here since we've all been together as sisters like I've been laughing so much because <laughs> like you've got when you grow up in a family where mm -hmm. like you understand each other's humour really well of course like that's what you're used to so but even even during trials and things like that in my life like I think like 
Okay, very, very brief story, but basically um, a time in my mission where, like, probably the hardest time of my mission, I was given a companion that was my most hilarious companion. And I really think, shout out, sister Alexis Mans, um, I really think that was, like, God trying to say, God trying to help me understand, like, yeah, you can go through rubbish in your life, but (laughs) if you have people who you're surrounded by that still make you feel loved and that you can laugh with, it will be all right. And I, I felt that every single day we like, we were working very hard, but yeah, we had some trials and, and she just made me laugh all the time. And I just think like, I don't know, just when you're in a situation, just really try and laugh it off. If you can, I don't know, depending on the scenario, of course, you know, you're not going to laugh if someone like dies, but sorry, I don't know how. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> My sister's giving me this look when I say something I shouldn't <laughs> And they gave me the look. <laughs> That's why now you're laughing about it. Even that's really laughter. Also, laughter can just diffuse really stressful situations. And awkwardness as well. And awkwardness. So I just laughter for me is like important. Okay, I I, You can remove that part. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that this is very all nice and well, but it's to my understanding slightly not fluffy, but to be a hundred percent realistic. They can be extremely, honestly, radically, super-duper difficult okay, times yeah. in people's lives. Like, literally, people can go through the worst of the worst of cancers, of, like, poverty, of, like, true hardship. Not just, like, I had a rough day. Mm-hmm. True, true hardship. And I think in times like that, something that I would turn to is something that the scriptures teach. And very often they say, like, remember how merciful the Lord hath been. Or, like, remember when, like you know, Noah's Ark or like, I can't remember the exact scriptures, but basically remembering previous other times. So this in the essence is gratitude. When you remember and have gratitude, but like just when you remember and have gratitude, like in your heart, I think that can seriously help like the truly difficult times. Yeah. That's my thoughts. And Noah was saying that word. Okay. So if you listen to (laughs) that's not what i got from it but that's anyway, that <laughs> is that what you say be like grateful whatever circumstances we're in basically sure yeah well then olivia was just mentioning how like we have to remember uh, the okay. past fair enough we, do I don't know, I don't know. we all agree <laughs> <laughs> we like roasting yeah. each other sometimes <laughs> even though we all agree <laughs> but it brings us happiness so <laughs> Putting other people down brings each other happy. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can end right there. <laughs> oh, sorry, Lydia. Uh, Are there any last words of advice or thoughts you want to share? I think it's okay not to be okay. Jessie J. <laughs> did you say that? Yeah, yeah she, she did. in a song. <laughs> Here you are, Jessie J. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay not to be That's a good song. Anyway, yeah. we should bring that back. Um, yeah, I think it's okay not to be okay, but as long as you're just trying your best, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Like all you can do is try your best every single day. And if you're wondering, sometimes I'm like, oh how do I know if I'm doing my best? Because I fell short of this, 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 this today. Pray. Ask Heavenly Father and say, Hey, am I doing am I doing my best? Like what do you think of me? And I feel like every time I've done that I just feel like, you know what, Sophia? You're doing alright, just keep going. Just you keep doing, <laughs> doing it. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. So yeah. Do your best, rely on the saviour, and you'll never fail. And then you fail. That's what I like it. Mm. I think just prioritising God, and he'll prioritise you. Which he really does. <laughs> That's my... Yeah. But when we prioritise him, it, like, helps. Yeah. 
helps us remember yeah. that he does have us as a priority there's so, many, well. there's so many distractions in the world today, but, like, when we put him first in our lives, that's where I think my life just changes so much. Yeah. Yeah, makes a difference. Well, thank you all so much for sitting down with me. Thank you. It's been fun having all three of you. Privilege. I love it. Um, do you want to say like goodbye in your best American impression of like a phrase that we say? Oh, sure. I can't do American. How do they? How do Americans say goodbye? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. you said. In England, they'd be like cheerio. No, they don't say cheerio. No, they say they say they say in a bit, mate. In a bit. In a bit. (laughs) In a bit, mate. Dad always. Fin- oh, no. I can just say the Barbie doll like goodbye, goodbye now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you say goodbye now? I don't know. Peace out. See you later. Peace out. Peace out. Oh yeah. Peace out, dude. <laughs> peace out, dude. <laughs> That's it. This boy walk in. <laughs> and we can end on that. <laughs> I loved being able to sit down and talk to these three wonderful, wonderful ladies, and I had just met Olivia and. Elena, but I feel like I was able to have a wonderful conversation with all three of them, and I really hope that you all enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you liked what you heard, um, feel free to subscribe, um, share with your friends, leave a rating, follow us on Instagram. Really appreciate it. Hope you all have a great week. See you next week. Bye.